I'd like to thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house this morning and uh, thank the Lord for everyone that's come. And uh, we have a nice crowd this morning. And I want to especially say thank you to our visitors that are here. We appreciate you being here so much and uh, thank the Lord that we're going to have a baptizing this morning, God willing. And uh, I love baptizings and love what they stand for and what they mean. And uh, water baptism is an outward testimony about what spiritually has happened down on the inside. And so it means death, burial, and resurrection. You need to be born again uh, in order for water baptism to mean anything. And that's what that testifies of, dying out to sin, being raised up a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I thank God uh, that God's still saving souls. Uh, he's still saving. He's just as able to save as he's always been. And uh, you're just as able to get saved as uh, anybody ever has been. Uh, even back uh, in the times of Jesus, uh, he offered salvation to folks. It's still being offered, and it's still just as good and uh, just as powerful as it was back then when Jesus walked by the shores of Galilee. Let's stand for just a moment as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for letting us be here this morning for what we feel in our hearts already. God, thank you for Sunday school. Thank you for the uh, people that have gathered in this morning, for the choir. Uh, God, for the congregation. Uh, God, thank you this morning for your uh, blessed spirit that we feel. Thank you, God, for our excitement about the service this morning. We pray for it, God, and we pray that people would obey you and follow you and that you'd call powerfully with your Holy Spirit. God, we ask you these things, and we praise you, God, in Jesus' name, and amen. You may be seated, and we'll turn over for the choir.
good to be here this morning. Uh, thank the Lord for what we feel. And uh, like I said, I'm looking forward to the baptizing this morning. I'm going to take a little bit uh, longer this morning. I've got something on my heart. And uh, I want to read the church covenant. And uh, when we baptize somebody and they become a member of the church, uh, they become part of this covenant. Uh, we, the, a covenant's agreement. And uh, we come into agreement. And when we uh, get baptized, it makes us a, a member of the local church. <clears throat> Baptism's also following in the footsteps of Jesus. Because when he was here, he went down and had John baptize him. And so I want you to pray very much and just uh, be patient with me. I want to read this church covenant. So it starts out, and it's posted up here, and it's in our minutes, uh, it's in our uh, church manuals. This is listed. There's a phrase or two that's added to this, but uh, same thing. Uh, so it starts out, it says, Having been led, as we believe, by the Spirit of God to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. In other words, getting saved. The Spirit led us to the Lord, and we got saved. And then it goes on and says, And on a profession of our faith, that means we told it. We shared it. We let people know we got saved. Having been baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, we do now in the presence of God, angels, and this assembly, most solemnly and joyfully enter into covenant with one another as one body in Christ. We engage, therefore, by the aid of the Holy Spirit to walk together in Christian love, to strive for the advancement of this church in knowledge, holiness, and comfort, uh, to promote its prosperity and spirituality, sustain its worship, ordinances, disciplines, and doctrines, to contribute cheerfully and regularly to support the ministry, the expenses of the church, the relief of the poor, and to spread the gospel through all nations. We also engage to maintain family and secret devotion. Think about that. To religiously educate our children. To seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances. Think about each phrase of this. And, and, and if you're a member of the church, ask yourself, am I doing that? Now again, uh, to seek the salvation of our kindred and acquaintances. To walk circumspectly. That means in the right place. To walk circumspectly in the world. To be just in our dealings, faithful in our engagements, exemplary in our deportment. And to avoid all tattling, backbiting, excessive anger. anger. To abstain from the sale and use of destructive drugs and intoxicating drinks as a beverage, to shun pornography, to be zealous in our efforts to advance the kingdom of our Savior. We further engage to watch over one another in brotherly love, to remember each other in prayer, to aid each other in sickness and distress, to cultivate Christian sympathy and feeling and courtesy and speech, to be slow to take offense, but always ready for reconciliation, and mindful of the rules of our Savior to secure it without delay. We moreover engage that when we remove from this place, we will as soon as possible unite with some other church where we can carry out the spirit of this covenant and the principles of God's word. And so uh, that's a lot to think about and uh, just felt like sharing all that. Now, uh, we'll ask the, uh, the candidate for baptism to come get ready, and I'll go get ready, and we turn back over to the choir and, and uh, let the choir sing while we're getting ready. But we want to say to uh, family and uh, special friends that have come uh, to view this baptizing, there's plenty of room up here in the front. And uh, we just uh, like to invite you, if you would, to come sit in the front and uh, so you can see the baptism uh, just as good as you can. And I just appreciate being here. Like I said, appreciate Sunday School, appreciate the choir already singing good. And let's just pray. I'm excited about this service this morning. Let's everyone do everything that God have us to do. So we turn it back over to the choir and we go get ready.
man. I appreciate Preston. Appreciate his testimony. Uh, boy, it stirred my heart. And uh, his desire to get baptized, that stirred my heart. And I'm glad this is happening today. That stirs my heart. And I can feel it. And uh, uh, think about what baptism means. We'll talk just a minute before we baptize. When Jesus went down there to John, he said, I want you to baptize me, John. John said, no, not. I have a need to be baptized of you. But Jesus said, suffered so to be so to fulfill all righteousness. Jesus was the son of God, but he gave us a pattern to follow. And when we become the children of God, it's uh, uh, important for us to go ahead and get baptized and follow Jesus and praise God. Uh, I, you know, I, it kind of scared me when I got saved a little bit. I was nervous and I uh, wasn't afraid of water, but I was just uh, kind of shy and I hated to step out. But there was something inside of me that I had a longing to get baptized. And I'm glad when I did. Uh, when I got baptized, it blessed my heart. And it's helped me. And so I'd say to you today, if you're not saved, you need to get saved this morning. If you've been saved and you haven't followed Jesus in baptism, follow him in baptism. Amen. If you're here this morning and you've been saved, maybe you belong to church, maybe you haven't been living for the Lord, maybe you haven't been keeping that covenant I read this morning, this would be a good morning to get in. I, I've been so excited about coming today. And I, I said, I'd just like for everybody that's got anything that needs done, get it done today. Yeah. And boy, I can feel it. So uh, I want you to think about this as we baptize this morning. And uh, I think about following the Lord. And, and the devil will say you can't do it. And you don't measure up. Right. Well, praise God, we can do it. And we don't have to measure up. Right. Jesus measured up for us. Amen. And uh, uh, we can do, we can follow him. And uh, those Ten Commandments over, I thought about reading them earlier too. And didn't feel like it, but I might read them later. Those Ten Commandments hanging on this wall, uh, I know I haven't kept them perfect. But I'll tell you what you can do. If you'll follow the Lord and let Him lead you, uh, you, can, you can follow them and you can strive to follow those Ten Commandments Amen. and God will bless you. Right. And there's blessing in obeying the Lord. Right. And so pray this morning as we baptize. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, upon a profession of His faith in Him, we baptize this our brother in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Thank you. We'll turn back over to the choir, and uh, we'll be out in just a few minutes for you to come and give me a fellowship handshake.
thank the Lord for those good songs, God's good sweet presence. Thank the Lord for Preston and his baptizing. I thank the Lord for all of you that have come to be part of the baptizing. I'm telling you what, that encourages people. And uh, when we do uh, something, we recognize something that somebody's doing for the Lord, that gives them a boost. And it'll not only help them, but it'll help us. And so I appreciate everybody cheer this morning. And uh, we're going to ask Preston to come on over here and stand in the middle. And uh, we'll get everybody else to stand. And uh, what we want to do in just a minute, let me say this first. It's real important. Family and special friends, I will surely want to come around and give him a hug or shake his hand at least and probably hug him. Anybody else that's got it on their heart to come around and give him a hug is welcome to do that. But here's what I really wanted uh, to wait and say this. this. This is really on my heart. When we come around and shake his hand or hug his neck, whatever. If you're here this morning and you need to come to the altar and get something fixed up between you and the Lord, it's okay for you to do that. It's more than okay. Uh, I believe God's already been speaking to people's hearts and calling to people, and uh, we'll not put it off one second when God's calling. And so, uh, mind the Lord, whatever you need to do. You need to get saved, rededicate your life, join the church. The door's open this morning, and when God's calling, that's the time to, to get with it and get in. And so while we're singing this morning, those come around at will.
got an unspoken prayer request. We have prayer here in a little bit. Amen. A lot of requests. Somebody have a uh, request on your heart, something you want to say. Just follow the Lord. Say what's on your heart. Sister Beth Nichols got a broken ankle. Uh, I pray for the family of uh, uh, Shorty Palty. Uh, she passed on. Her funeral's going to be Tuesday. I'll give more information on that a little bit later. Uh, but pray for her family. At, uh, and that uh, funeral's going to be at Lafayette Church. But uh, pray for them. I also uh, pray for the family of uh, Aline Baker. 
she just passed on. Her arrangements are not made yet, but uh, uh, pray for the families of both those that lost loved ones. Let's pray for this service. Pray for God to uh, continue to speak powerful and speak to the hearts of those that are in need here this morning. And uh, I believe it's already been speaking powerful, but I, I would that God just uh, give us a double portion this morning to speak to people's hearts, to see people move for the Lord. <clears throat> and when people, I've seen people before, and, and I've been in this spot for myself. I can use myself. And I've been out of the will of God, and God be speaking to me, and I'd be kind of hesitant and kind of resistant, and I can't do that right now, and I can't do that right here. But when, when it finally came to a point in time that I was willing to obey the Lord, and I obeyed the Lord, and God forgave me. Uh, in my heart, I could say, oh, oh, I wish I'd done that quicker. I feel so good, and, and God helped me do that, and I got things fixed up, and things are better now. Uh, boy, I'm telling you what, if you'll just follow the Lord, it'll make things better. And when you leave here today, you'll be saying in your heart, thank you, God, glad I done that. Okay, anything else before we pray? Amen. Amen. Remember that. Pray for that. Any others? Amen. You know, uh, well, we seen Denny yesterday. And right. Seems like I, it's ever uh, church time. I got to fight the devil. Bless him, Lord. Uh, I think of the Bible, like I told you yesterday, uh, you know, uh, all the ones we thought we put on a pedestal a lot, like David, he's yeah. after God's own heart. Yeah. And he failed the Lord. Sure did. And Samson, the strongest man that ever lived, he failed the Lord. Sure. And Solomon, yep. the smartest man that ever lived, failed the Lord. Yep. You know, I, I put myself down a lot because I ain't always, well, I wouldn't be, sure. you know, right. always the best fellow in the world. Right. And, uh, but I, I thank God that, you know, it, it, it's a, it shows us in the Bible that, you know, even the greatest, sure. God. Amen. Hey, you know, I'm not trying to put myself on a little pedestal. I know. But I got you. I, I, I just like to thank the Lord for being here. Amen. I appreciate Appreciate those words. Appreciate Brother Scotty. Someone else before we pray. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. Amen. Me too. Part of my testimony is I don't know what my life would be like if my family had a come to me at church when I was little. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Thank the Lord. What's good? Had his way in my life. And if you think about all the things that could have happened if God didn't bring us there, I don't know what it would be. Yep. I'm so thankful for my salvation and the way God has moved in my life. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord for that testimony. What puts things in a big perspective. And I appreciate uh, appreciate that. Somebody else now.
All right, we're going to go to the Lord in prayer. We're going to ask Brother Carl to lead us. Amen. Thank the Lord again for letting us be here and for this service already. Now, who'd feel like singing? Got a song or songs on your heart? Want you to come follow the Lord and sing what God have you to do. If you got something on your heart to say, do that. I'll just pray. I'm gonna try to sing this song. Lord, to be a lie that others see, your Holy Spirit must be shining on me. Lord, will you empty me of every selfish thing that would hinder? my sweet walk with thee and shine down upon me fill me anew in every way Lord let me be more like you y'all just pray now when your light, Lord, is shining upon me, there's no hiding 
its wonderful glow. Family and children, neighbors and all my friends, when I'm in Jesus, all others will know. Lord, will you empty me of every selfish thing that would hinder my sweet walk with thee and shine down upon me, fill me anew in every way, Lord, let me be more like you. song. Thank the Lord for Levi. Somebody else feel like singing. Mind the Lord. Anybody? Let's pray. I think, I think it's going to. I believe you heard it. Yep. Pray. And I love this song. Just so really pray. And listen. There's a lighthouse on a hillside And it overlooks life's sea When I'm tossed it sends out a light That I might see And the light that shines in darkness will safely lead me home if it wasn't for that lighthouse this ship would sail no more and I think God
that lives around me they say tear this lighthouse down the big ships don't sail this way anymore there's no use and it's standing round but then my mind goes back to that stormy night when just in time i saw the light the light from that old lighthouse he led me home to
And all I had to do was accept him. And oh, what a difference he made in my life. And this church is the lighthouse. And it's a lighthouse in this community. And it was a lighthouse to me. And I'm so thankful that the Lord showed me the way. And if you're here and you don't know him, the best thing I could tell you to ever do is accept the Lord into your life. He will make such a difference in your life, your heart. But the main thing is your eternity. If you're not saved, you can't go to heaven when you leave here. But there's another place waiting for you that's called hell. And I sure wouldn't want anyone to go to hell. So if you're not saved and the Lord calls you, please come.
I'm so glad that he found me and brought me out of sin's dark valley. With tender hands he lifted me from up above. And he gave me a mansion so I could live forever. Amen. Yes, sir. Amen. That's right, brother. Right. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Right. Missing anything in my life. He's done nothing but bless. He lift me up, encourage me, let me grow, give me a family, yeah. give me a church, give me so many things in my Amen. life. And he don't want nothing except for us to say, I trust in you. Amen. You're, in, you're in. It's not me, it's you, God, it's Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Appreciate those good songs and that testimony. Anybody else? If not, I want you to pray real hard. Keep praying. I'd like for you to look with me to the book of Job, the Old Testament, and uh, I want to go to the first chapter and uh, just read a very few verses and uh, pray real hard. I'd like to see somebody get saved this morning. And uh, I'll share this with you before I begin to read. I just want to wait, but I feel like telling you right now. If you look in the New Testament and you look at Matthew and Mark and Luke and John, uh, the way most uh, Bibles are set up in the headline of that, it'll say the gospel according to Matthew uh, or the gospel according to Mark or the gospel according to Luke or the gospel according to John. And so they had the story to tell. They had the real truth of the matter, and the word gospel means good news. And uh, uh, But it's on my heart to preach this morning about the gospel according to Job. And uh, this was hundreds of years before Jesus was even born, and there's people I'm sure to say, well, hey, Job couldn't have known anything about the gospel, uh, but I beg to differ if they feel that way. And uh, Job has some good news. And now, uh, we think of Job a lot of times when we think of bad news. Uh, but in spite of the bad news, there's some good news uh, that outweighed the bad news. And so you pray real hard. And, uh, and uh, Job 1 and 1, so there was a man in the land of Uz whose name was Job, and that man was perfect and upright and one that feared God and eschewed evil. Well, let me pause right there. Preacher, how could he be perfect and upright? We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Well, I, I, you can be perfect and upright today too. How's that? Uh, you get saved and you're perfect down in your soul, 
and you make that a heartfelt effort to live for God, and you're upright in your walk day by day. So you can be perfect and upright. Uh, I've been perfect in my soul since I was 12 years old. Nothing entered in there out of line. Now, there's been times in my life I haven't been so upright, but I want to make the effort to be upright and live for Jesus. Well, and then down in verse 6, it said, There was a day when the sons of God came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came also among them. Now, they came, you might say they came to have church, and Satan came. Well, preacher, uh, Satan don't never come to our church, does he? Uh, do you think Satan ever comes to church with us? Uh, well, I, I might shock you, but uh, I don't think there's ever been a time that the children of God's come together uh, to have church that Satan has not come. In other words, I believe he shows up every time. Well, preacher, how can you say that? Well, uh, sometimes uh, when I'm uh, sitting there on the front bench or I'm sitting up here in the chair and uh, the church is moving and the Spirit's moving, if God wants me to do something, say, no, don't do that. See, he's here to try to dissuade us and discourage us. Uh, Satan is on the job. Uh, I, now, uh, Satan's a bad character. Don't misunderstand. I'm not bragging on him, but I want to say this. I would to God that we as God's children were as much on the job as the devil is on the evil side. Well, anyway, the, verse 7 said, The Lord said to Satan, Whence comest thou? Then Satan answered, the Lord said, uh, answered the Lord and said, From going uh, to and fro in the earth and from going walking up and down in it. And the Lord said to Satan, Hast thou considered my servant Job? There is none like him in the earth, a perfect and upright man, one that feareth God and escheweth evil. And then uh, Satan uh, answered the Lord and said, Doth Job fear God for naught? Hast thou not made him a hedge around him and about his house and uh, about all that he hath and on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands and his substance is increased in the land. But put forth thy hand now, touch all that he hath, and he will curse thee to thy face. That's all I need to read. Now, uh, there was a, a discussion going on there and uh, Satan, uh, he said, Well, God, you've blessed him real good. If you take away the blessings, uh, he wouldn't uh, serve you anymore. Uh, well, I, I just want to go through it and kind of paraphrase it and uh, give you a few facts that happened, and uh, then we'll get on to the, where the message is at maybe. Uh, God gives Satan the opportunity uh, to touch Job. He gave him the opportunity to take away his material things, but he said, uh, don't put your hands on Job. See, God's still in charge. Even when bad things are happening, God's still in charge. Well, uh, in a little while, uh, there were some messengers came, and you talk about bad news. I, I, I've seen bad news come uh, in groups and in bunches before, but I, I don't think any of us have ever uh, observed and experienced uh, the kind of bad news that uh, Job got. Uh, he got that his uh, material possessions, uh, I forget how many thousands of uh, cattle and uh, donkeys and uh, camels and all that he had, but he got message, one messenger coming right after another uh, telling him uh, that calamity had happened and all of his possessions was taken away. Boy, I'm telling you, that would be bad, uh, but it got worse. Uh, there a messenger come, I uh, told him his children had been taken away. Uh, there's nothing uh, uh, could affect you, I think, worse than that. Uh, my goodness, uh, to have all that kind of bad news. And uh, Listen, uh, then the children of God got together again 
another day. Uh, Job, he didn't sin. He uh, kept his eyes on the Lord. Uh, he uh, was following the Lord even in the midst of all of his trouble. Uh, but Satan uh, come again uh, uh, when the children of God got together and God uh, began to talk about Job. Uh, Satan said, well, if you let me touch his bone and his flesh, uh, he would curse you. Uh, because uh, a man, uh, how did he say that down there? Uh, the, the Lord said, say, uh, say, he's in thy hand. Well, let me get to verse 5, chapter 2, verse 5. He said, but put forth thy hand now and touch his bone and flesh, and he will curse thee to thy face. But the Lord said unto Satan, behold, he's in thy hand, but save his life. Uh, why, praise God, uh, that God has got control of our life. Uh, but listen, uh, there were sore boils that came up on uh, Job uh, from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Uh, and listen, uh, his wife, uh, you think about the anguish that she had. Uh, you know, if my wife is sick, uh, it bothers me. Uh, if she's real sick, uh, I think, Lord, I wish I could be sick in her place because I love her and I, I don't want her to be sick. I don't want her to hurt. Well, uh, Job's wife, uh, she lost as many kids as Job did uh, and uh, her possession uh, was wrapped up in Job and I can see his wife uh, kind of standing there watching him suffer with the boils from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Uh, boy, I feel compassion for her well as I do Job. But she said to Job, uh, she said, now, are you still going to retain your integrity? Why don't you just uh, curse God and die? Uh, well, praise God. I'm uh, glad uh, that Job, even in the midst of his trouble, uh, he realized that wasn't the thing to do. He said to her, he said, uh, thou speakest as one of the foolish women. Let me just make a point right here. He didn't look at her and say, you're a foolish woman. Uh, no, sir. Uh, what he said was a lot different. Uh, I, I can put it in my words. Uh, uh, honey, uh, you're talking like one of the foolish women. Uh, Y'all not talk that way. Uh, that's not what I need to do. Uh, but praise God. Uh, I'm glad God uh, had some things uh, to take care of things. Job was in bad trouble. Now, you say, preacher, you've been telling us you're going to preach about uh, the gospel according to Job. Uh, 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 the gospel's good news. Uh, you haven't told us much good news yet. I'm getting ready to tell you some good news. Praise God. It's bigger than the bad news. Let's look over in the scripture a little bit. And this, this will still sound kind of bad at the start, but listen to it anyway. Over in the 23rd chapter of the book of Job, he said this, and think about this. Job said, Behold, I go forward, but he's not there. And backwards, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he doth work, but I cannot behold him. He hides himself on the right hand, that I cannot see him. Have you ever been in a spot like that, uh, where things was going so bad, and you just kind of turn all the way around and say, where is the Lord? Uh, I just can't hardly feel him. I can't hardly see him. Have you ever experienced that? Uh, that's a bad spot to be in. But listen to what Job said. He said, but he knoweth the way that I take. He knoweth the way that I take. What way is that? The way that I take is the Lord Jesus Christ. He said, I am the way and the truth and the life. That's my way. And God knows what he done for me a long time ago. Even if I can't feel his presence right now, I know that he knows that I'm his and he's mine. So you pray, I'm going to have to take my time a little bit. Boy, I, I feel excited. He said, but he knoweth the way that I take said, when he hath tried me, I shall come forth as gold. 
when it seemed like everything's burning down around me, I, I still got the gold down in my soul. Uh, whatever happens, whatever comes or goes, well, uh, boy, I'm, I'm getting to the good news now. Uh, you pray real hard. I want to share this with you. Uh, I, I was going to save this till the end, but God said get it right now. Uh, this is in the 19th chapter. Uh, boy, I praise God. Uh, thank the Lord. Uh, over here it says uh, in the verse 23, chapter 19, all that my words were now written, all that they were printed in a book. Job saying, I got a testimony. I, I'd like it to be saved. I'd like for people to hear it and be able to read it. Then he goes on. He said that they were graven with an iron pen and laid in the rock forever. Uh, you know, I praise God. Uh, I hope uh, that my grandchildren uh, know what I believe. I hope that my grandchildren knows what I got. And I hope that my great-grandchildren uh, knows what I believe and what I've got. And I hope they get it like I... But let me get on to the good news. Uh, when Job had said all that. Oh, I praise God when he was saying this here. He said, ah, think about this. I want my words to be saved. But here's what he, what he come to. Get this, friend, in verse 25. I know that my Redeemer liveth and that he shall stand at the latter day on the earth. Boy, I know my Redeemer liveth. Now, I've talked to people before that didn't think that uh, they even knew anything about a Redeemer uh, in the Old Testament. Uh, Job uh, knew something about the Redeemer. Blaine. I know that my Redeemer liveth. Yeah. Uh, Sister Lynn, Brother Ron, he didn't say that a Redeemer liveth. Yeah. Bless your heart. He's mine. Woo! Uh, glory to God. He's my Redeemer. I know that he liveth. And at the latter day, Job said he shall stand on the earth. What's that mean, preacher? When's he going to do that? Well, he already did it. Uh, he came uh, over. You can read it in the first chapter of uh, the book of Hebrews. In sundry times, in diverse manners, uh, God spake in time past, past uh, to the fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things, by whom he made the worlds. This man called Jesus Christ. He was with God in heaven before the world was. Uh, but he came and he stood on the earth. He was born of a virgin. And he walked by the shores of Galilee, healed the sick and raised the dead. Boy, you talk about good news. Uh, praise God. Listen, I might slow down and take my time, but I'm not done, I don't think. If God will give me breath, I've got a few more things that's on my heart that's burning in me that I need to just to say. And God's able to help me. But let me say this. If you need to come to the altar, let me state that different. You folks that are needing to come to the altar, uh, don't wait for me to get done. Come right now. Uh, boy, praise God. I'm glad that over there in Hebrews, uh, and that might have been Paul, I think it was. Some people don't. Whoever wrote the book of Hebrews knew uh, what uh, he was talking about, that God has spoken to us in these last days by his son. Uh, praise God. And so uh, let me get that again. I know that my Redeemer liveth and shall stand at the latter day on the earth. Now, let me uh, get another thing or two. Boy, uh, this is rich to me. This is good news. Now, back over here in the 16th chapter. Uh, think about this. Uh, boy, I like this. Over here in the 16th chapter and the 18th verse. O earth! Cover not thou my blood, and let me let my cry have no place. O earth, cover not thou my blood. What's that talking about? O earth, we're made out of the earth. Uh, don't let me get my life so wrapped up in this earth that it covers up the testimony of the blood that's in me. I've got the blood of Jesus in me. Not because I'm a good feller, 
but because I, I was a sinner saved by grace. If you're not saved, you need to get saved. But it goes on. Boy, get this. It, it just seems like it gets richer and richer. Go with me here. Think about this. Oh, earth covering off down my blood and let my cry have no place. Now listen to this. And now, behold, look at this, he said. Now look, he said, behold, my witness is in heaven and my record is on high. I got a witness in heaven, preacher. How could you warrant a witness in heaven? If you're saved, you got a witness in heaven too. His name is Jesus Christ. He's the Lamb of God. He's the one over there in Revelation. John said, I saw a book sealed with seven seals, and no man was worthy to open it. And they wept much. But somebody come and said, Weep not, John. There's one that's been found. It's able to open the book. Praise God. He's the Lamb of God, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. He not only opened the book, the Lamb's book of life, but he wrote my name in it. And so that's where the record is at. My record, royal is in the book. And Jesus Christ, they shed his blood, is the witness to that. Well, actually, Barry, the witness is the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. All three of them are a witness that I'm a child of the King. Boy, that's probably as far as I need to go. Uh, but praise God. Thank you for praying. Now, I want the church to stand. I want them to come and get a song ready. And now, I want to beg you. I want to plead with you. I want to encourage you. While the Lord is calling like he is. Boy, what a powerful meeting God's given us today. Whatever your need is. Listen. You don't have to be a bad person or an outlaw to need to get saved. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. If you're here and you've never been saved, you need to come. Let's pray today and let's see you get saved. If you're here and you're not quite where you need to be, come and repent. Uh, there's a lot of that needs done. If you're here today and you need to join the church and God's stirring your heart, do that. Sing when you're ready. Follow the Lord. Obey the Lord. Come right now. Come on right now. Obey the master. While walking down a Come on. memory lane. Come on, children. So Would you mind ago. the Lord? Come on. Satan came Don't let the devil right talk you out of a blessing. Side. Don't let him Making cheat you out of the good things. Obey the master today. God showed himself here today. He's moved in power. Well, I can feel the power today. If you just kind of got used to dragging along doing nothing, you still don't have to stay there even if you're used to it. You can step out and get in and God will run your cup over. Would you please come today? Would you please come today? Not trying to down anybody, not trying to judge anybody. I know you don't have to any, you don't have to tell anything about your wrongdoings that you would but just obey the Lord God loves us today no matter no matter what kind of hurt you've had no matter what kind of disappointment you've experienced I assure you none of us has ever been through what job did I didn't even mention this he had some good friends after he had all them troubles. He had some good friends sit down by him. And the more or less, they said, you must be a bad guy or this wouldn't all be happening. They judged him. Oh, how heartbreaking that would have been.
he was experiencing all these bad things going on, and then his friends would tell him how bad he was, and he wasn't bad. So I'm telling you what, that might have hurt. Let me ask you this. Because his friends, and they might have even been some of the folks that went to church with him, but because his friends hurt him, would that have been a good reason for him to turn his back on God? No, no, no. We all know it wouldn't have been. Praise God. I'm happy reminding him it's under the blood. And all these things he sinned not. He didn't accuse God falsely. He didn't sin because of what his wife had said to him. Didn't sin because of his loss. Didn't sin because his friends had spoke ill to him. But he had something dead on the inside. He had the gold tried in the fire. He knew his Redeemer liveth. Boy, think about that. My Redeemer liveth. He didn't say he's going to live. He said he liveth. He's alive right now. That was before Jesus was ever born. He was already alive. Well, there in Hebrews, said by him God made the worlds. They made it together. He was with God before the world was. Now, please come. Uh, I'm going to ask them to sing another song. And uh, I want to ask you to mind the Lord. Somebody needs to come this morning while we sing this next song. Would you please come? Right Victory now. Right was here. given me Please when come. I was born again. Boy. Church, obey the Lord. You know, we don't try to pressure and anybody to come taller, and I'm glad of that. But if you no want to shake somebody's hand or hug somebody's neck, if God tells you to, do that. My way. And you, whoever With God's calling, happiness and peace of mind. just Praise from my God perspective, I, I suspect there's as many it's people God's talking to this morning as I've ever seen in one oh, service. That's just the way I'm looking at it. If God's talking to you, you're the one that knows it. Would you please come? Would you please come? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, honey. Come on. Amen. Amen. Come and let's pray. Come and let's pray. Just get her down here and pray. Amen. Come and pray. Boy, while we're praying this morning, while they sing another song, Mind the Lord, if you would, please. Mind the Lord. Well, boy, that touched my heart. That's one of my burdens this morning. But I, it seemed like I'm this, not, not literally, but almost seems like I got a hundred this morning. And while we Once sing again, <coughs> while she was astray, would you come this morning? Would you please come? I appreciate that move. That's wonderful. That blessed me. I'm praying right now. I'm not a daughter up there, but I'm praying nonetheless. While they're praying and while God's moving, He's but moving up there and back there too. Would you come right now? Gave me if you've never been born again, would you come and join me and let's walk to the altar together? And if you've been born again but you haven't been living for the Lord, would you come and get it fixed up this morning? When my please come. Oh, please come. Come on. For me. Boy, somebody needs to come. Somebody else needs he to come. Had to reach way down for me. Oh, 
God for his son. Amen. When he reached down his hand for me. Anything? You don't have to, but you're welcome to. I just need lots of prayer. Amen. Not been waiting a long time. Bless her, Lord. Amen. That's right. I just talked to him. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yes, he will. Amen. Thank the Lord for you. Now, would it, would it be all right if somebody will shake hands with you if they come around, or is that okay? We'll, in just a minute, we'll sing another song and extend the invitation. And, and I'd like to have, uh, this on my heart, I'd like for us to sing just as I am. And, uh, uh, and uh, appreciate those songs. I'd like for us to sing just as I am, because that's the way we've got to come. We can't fix ourselves up ahead of time. We can't do things on our own. It takes the Lord. But when we come just like we are to Him, He can and will fix what's wrong. And so anybody that wants to, God on your heart, that wants to come and shake hands and hug our sister here, she moves so sweet and it blessed my heart. I thank God for her. While we sing just as I am, I would to God today, that the rest of our folks that need to move would move. Please come. Would you come right now? Just come like you are, friend, please. Please obey the Lord. Come on. Come on home. Yeah, amen. Amen. Come on. Come on. Please come. Well, I believe there's a bunch of people need to come. If you're one that needs to come. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he's near. Job had some good news. He knew his Redeemer was on high. He had a witness and a record in heaven. When he was tried, he knew it would be as pure gold. Even though he was in the lowest of estates, he knew the gold in him was real. And he knew his Redeemer was real. You can have that today. The gospel according to Job. Would you come today and pray? Would you just come today and pray? Please come. 
Why stand back and tell God no when he's done so much for you already? Please come. Please come. Please come. Please come. obey the Lord if you're not saved and you die not saved you will go to hell but you can get saved you can get the same thing in your soul that Job had you can get a redeemer back back in Bible times if somebody was in slavery or somebody committed a crime and they was in jail there might be a price it was too big for them to pay to get out. But if a redeemer would come by that had the wealth to pay the bill, then they could get out. I owed a debt I could not pay. But Jesus Christ paid the great price. He paid a debt he didn't owe. And he set me free. He's my redeemer. Please come. good move uh, just keep praying I'm just be patient with me I'm not quite done yet just with heads bowed and eyes closed for just a minute or two I'd like to ask you this I want to talk to the saved people first I usually go the other direction but this is on my heart if you're here today and you're saved but you haven't really been following God and doing what God would have you to do and you know you've got friends and family and loved ones that's lost, that you'd like to be a light to them. You'd like to help them. 
and we can all be a light. Every one of us can. We've got that light in us, and if we live for the Lord, we will be a light. Okay, if you're here and you're saved, and you're not doing quite what you're supposed to, would you just acknowledge that enough by raising your hand saying, pray for me, I really need to get in. Would anybody raise their hand to that? I just really need to get in. I really need to do what God wants me to do. I appreciate that hand. Thank you. That touched my heart. Would there be another one? It would just lift your hand up, say, pray for me, because I like to get in a place where I can help my children or my brothers or my sisters or my cousins or my family or my neighbors quickly. Oh, I appreciate that hand. Another hand went up and just really touched my heart. Thank you for raising that hand. Would there be one more? Just raise it up and say, I'm just not where I need to be, but I, I want you to pray that I get in. Okay, let me switch over to the lost now. If you're here and you're not saved, boy, there's good news for you. It's the gospel. That's good news. That Jesus Christ came, lived, and died, rose again. He's alive. And he did that for you. And if you'll believe in that from your heart, he'll save your soul and you can go to heaven with him. Is there a person here that's lost that would raise your hand saying, I'm lost and I, I want to get saved. Pray for me. I won't point you out or come to you, but would you? I appreciate that hand. Yeah, I saw a hand raised. Would there be more hands raised? Just saying by that, I want to get saved. I need to get saved. Any more hands? I've seen, I believe, one more. I believe that makes two. I'm not criticizing, I, and you don't have to raise your hand if you don't feel like it, but I thought there might be a dozen. Any others, quickly. Any more hands to be raised? Quickly. I appreciate that hand. Thank you. Okay, raise your head up and open your eyes. I want to say just a word, and then we'll ask them to sing another song. You know, we got the Ten Commandments there, and uh, none of us has kept them perfect except Jesus Christ. But we need to be trying our best to live for the Lord and keeping those commandments. And you might be here today and you might say, well, preacher, I, I would come up there and pray. I need to join the church, but I've sinned in my life. I, that, uh, that one there, uh, thou shall not uh, steal or thou shall not bear false witness. You say, well, I've stole something or I've told a lie. Well, you can repent and God will forgive you and get that cleared up. You can get in. There's another one there. I need to mention, thou shalt not commit adultery. Preacher, I would join the church, but I've been committing adultery. Well, we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Not everybody's committed adultery. Not everybody's lied. Not everybody's stole. But we're all imperfect. If you've been committing adultery, you can quit. With God's help, you can get out of that relationship and stop doing that. You need to trust God to help you to be what you need to be in the Lord. Now, and again, I want to extend the open door of the church. If you're here and you're saved and God's wanting you to join this church, come and let it be known. Is it, it Preacher, is it important where we belong to church? Yeah, it's important. If it wasn't, God wouldn't put it on your heart. Is it important for us to uh, renew up or is it important for us to apologize? Yeah, it's important. If it wasn't, God wouldn't put it on your heart. Uh, God knows everything we need to do. If, if you need to... Uh, join this church the doors open still yet if you need to get saved please come to the altar we'd like to pray with you this morning if you're here and you need to rededicate your life come this morning one more song can't hardly quit
I'll have to sometime. But would you obey the Lord? Please come. Come on. Get in. Obey Him. Please don't just decide to sit back and tell God no forever. That's bad choice. Bad choice with bad results. Obey the Lord. Obey. Somebody else needs to come. Walk and feel it stirring deep inside. Just as strong as I did a while ago. Come on, get in. got anything before I turn over for the announcements. All right, not be seated. We'll turn over for announcements. There will be a baby shower for Amy Hunter Cantrell. That's March the 11th from 1 to 4 at the Bath Township House. Uh, it's given by uh, Catherine Hunter, and she is registered at Target and Amazon. They do have a number here to RSVP. So I'm going to leave this here. Um, if you want to come look at this, it'll be up here. I'll, I don't want to take it to the back because I'll forget to announce it. Um, and then there will be a uh, ordination service down at Mount Washington where Brother Tim Jones is the pastor. That's March 25th, and that is for Brother Zach Wilson, Aaron Huffman, and Adam Jewell. Uh, so we'll maybe here in the coming couple of weeks uh, discuss with any ordained men that want to go down to that and uh, maybe pick a time or if there's enough we might even take the van just want to uh, go over the fellowship hall regulations or whatever you want to call them you know we're very fortunate to have that nice facility and if you just remember the things that we needed to do is if you're going to rent it, you need to get two checks of $50 a piece. One of them is a deposit, the other one you get back. Uh, the fellowship hall is limited just to rent it to active church members. And the supplies that are located in the uh, kitchen, those are for the church only back in the pantry. Those are for church activities only. So if you have a key and people get back in there, they should not use those. They should bring their own supplies. Coffee pot, the lights, everything else should be turned off before you leave. We've had issues where people have left the coffee pots in, left lights on. Uh, Vivian takes care of all of the arrangements for this, so we really appreciate her, but it, she shouldn't have to drive across town to come back and shut lights off or or unplug a coffee pot. Uh, another thing, we just had it painted, had the walls fixed, so do not, do not put tape, hooks, or anything on the walls unless it's in that metal area where you can do that. 
So we want you to continue to use the fellowship hall. It's a real good asset. Uh, it, the people have done a lot of good things to fix it up. It looks good. So please follow the instructions that are on the, the uh, sheet when you sign up. Thank you. Just want to remind people that Girls Day, Guys Day is going to be this coming weekend. Um, the Girls Day is going to be Friday, March the 3rd. We are going to meet at Los Charetas over on Harding Highway at 6 p.m. And then after that, we're going to head to Erica and Gary's house. We're going to spend the night with Erica. And then pickup is going to be Saturday at 10 a.m. And I'll let Jeremy give the guys information. The guys will be meeting over here on Saturday at 8 a.m. And our um, appointment for, uh, we're going to Top Golf, and our appointment for that's at 10.30. And it's a two-hour session, I think. And then after that, we usually get some food and uh, go to some kind of sporting goods store um, and just have a good, a good time together. Uh, that's for all ages. It doesn't matter if you're younger or older. Um, you're more than welcome to to come on out and join us. We uh, had young adults last night, and it was uh, just a great meeting, a blessing, and enjoyed it immensely. Uh, I want to announce our next one will be March 25th, 6 o'clock, um, Brittany's house. Um, so we'll, we'll be having it there. Um, if you get to... We're, we're going to have our kids there. They're going to be in the basement. If you can't find a babysitter, please come anyways. Our kids will play with them down in the basement and have a good time. Um, when the summertime comes around, it'll make it a lot easier. They can go outside or we can go outside and they can run and be crazy. Um, but So if you can't find a babysitter, don't let that stop you. Come on anyways. We'll put them in the basement, chain them up, and they'll be fine. So. <laughs> Anybody else? Okay, let me give you information on my sister Shorty's funeral. <clears throat> Shorty Palti's funeral will be at Lafayette at 11 a.m. Tuesday. There will be an hour of viewing before uh, the funeral service. So from 10 to 11, there will be viewing. But before that, on Monday, uh, she will be uh, in state at uh, Charles Lehman Funeral Home in Bluffton. And there will be viewing there from 2 to 4 and 6 to 8. So 2 to 4 and 6 to 8, Monday in Bluffton at Child's and Son. And then the funeral again is at 11 o'clock Tuesday at Lafayette. So really, really pray for that service, please. Anything else before we come to close? <clears throat> I appreciate the service today, and I appreciate the great move that was made. And I appreciate God calling so many this morning. And I'm just, I'm encouraged and blessed. And let's just pray and come back tonight, 6 o'clock. If you can come back, come back. If you can't come back, be praying. And, uh, boy, I'm telling you, uh, God's, uh, he's working. And uh, let's do our little part while God's doing his big part. Okay, anything else? <clears throat> if not, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. And, uh. That's Brother Hendrickson to pray dismissal.